Bob Howdy, and welcome to Ernest Goes to Podcast, Ernest Extra number 19, the Ernest Fan Club. I'm Aaron, this is David. Hey, everybody. And we are back with so many goodies related to our last episode. I'm so excited. We are often back, but I think we have a lot to talk about on this one. Oh, boy. So last episode, we talked about Ernest's two published works. Yes. The Book of Knowledge. Yep. And Ask Ernest. Correct. And we got some feedback that we want to share before we get into our goodie bag, which is we found some Know What I Mean news, y'all. Yeah. Just saying in advance. We got some stuff. Before that, let's go to listener comments, which there were some great ones this round. First off... Dave, you've been vindicated. Yes. (laughs) Dave's theory that the book of knowledge spelled with an A in knowledge was a change made on the second printing, which was in 1986. And the first edition was in 1985. And you had a theory that in the first edition, it was spelled correctly. Yes. Turns out you were right. Which is a sentence I really enjoy. I was like, no, (laughs) this can't be happening. Well, you know, never going to live this down. It's fine. I think (laughs) I think what it was is I'm so tuned into the publishing uh, Uh mindscape right now. Yeah, like we actually we get it. You wrote a book. Yeah, I don't want to brag or anything, but I will for a second. So our book sold has sold like 11,000 copies or something ridiculous. So we actually have a second printing of the Lego animation And book. you're going to change the title um, to like Cooking with Dr. Otto? Yeah. <laughs> Boneless beef cattle for fun and profit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but so we made like minor changes because like some of the software we talk about in the book like doesn't exist anymore. Whoa. Like it stopped being available between when we wrote the book and now. Like two years? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Software is a, a fickle enterprise. I see. Yeah. Well, yeah. So Phil Smith. Thanks, uh, Phil. <laughs> You made my day. Phil Smith shared a photo of his first edition copy of the Book of Knowledge, and knowledge is spelled correctly, and it's the 1985 edition. So, yes. You know, and it's funny, too, because I feel like someone in the 80s at Cardin and Cherry made that change, and they were probably like, no one's ever going to talk about this. (laughs) No one will care. Who cares? Yeah. But it's again, it's nice. I feel like our podcast is many things, but amongst those things is it is a, a historical document of the Ernest legacy. And so to know things like this, I think is fascinating. I think it's great that Ernest fans all around the world can yep. pool their information. That too. Yeah. It's it's always really fun when people are like, oh, hey, I have like an extra thing. You know, anybody got anything on this? Yeah, I got it. I got it. I'm going to pull it out of the closet from it, 1986. It's usually just Aaron and I running down the halls of the library <laughs> being like, I I got the microfiche. But when when other people start running down the halls and pulling stuff out of their libraries, it's very exciting. Yeah, it's fun. It's It feels like a community of fans, and that's always great. A community archival effort. Yeah. What are some of the other comments we got from folks? Well, relating to the table of contents in Ask Ernest, mm-hmm. I really liked Josh Mindtree's comment that when he was in second grade, he also thought the table of contents was a literal table. And so when he was in class in second grade and the teacher would ask them to go to the table of contents, he would stand up and look for it. It's a very earnesty that reaction. That is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it is. We are all earnest. I also uh, enjoyed Josh Mindtree's comment that you wanting to join the Ernest fan club oh. and me talking you down reminded him of a scene from Jurassic Park. <laughs> I'm eating ice cream sadly. <laughs> yep. I mean, it's delicious. I still believe. <laughs> Look, we found know what I mean news. All hope is not lost. That's true. We're going to Unless have... it doesn't actually provide the answers, which I I would put money on. 
Um, we haven't read it yet. I haven't read mine yet. Same. So another great comment from uh, Mark J. Hansen, speaking of those books, is that uh, Ask Ernest was trolling you so much, he says, that it's a shame we didn't have any authentic Bulgarian Miak. Take burn, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it a lot. <laughs> uh, you know, it's not it's not in season right now, so couldn't get any this time of year. We're not as resourceful as Ernest, apparently. Yeah. Uh, oh, and Louis Nira had some reference explanations for us. He's always very helpful in that area because our reference points are all from 1985 and afterward. Well, the most interesting and telling thing of Louis's comment is that apparently Amal, the night visitor, yeah, is a the reference blue cat with, kitty with, in uh, the antennas, unwanted ads or something, or the, the Ernest un- classified, unclassified. Yeah, so that's a reference to a Christmas musical. I looked this up. Yes, yeah, so Amal and the Night Visitors is apparently a Christmas musical from like the 1950s that doesn't surprise me it's like let's <laughs> make an Ernest... obscure reference to something that is of our generation but i still don't think there's a blue cat alien anywhere in this play as far as i can tell it's about a like a disabled shepherd boy no i, I feel like it's probably just like oh this is like a name that's stuck in my brain we'll just apply that name to this cat joke and I mean, that feels earnesty to me. Like it was just something that got caught in his brain in the same way that Botswana and the Ottomans did. But 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 did he find a blue cat? <laughs> I don't know. OK, you know, moving on. Yeah. Uh, what else did he say? Oh, uh, he wanted to point out that 30.06 is pronounced 30-06. Oh, I don't know how to talk about guns. That must be what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for weighing in and helping us yeah, thanks, everybody. sort through some of this lunacy. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, we come to the, the main event here. Yes. So as ever, we are, if nothing else, detectives. Yes. And we went and we found some of the Ernest Fan Club, I guess, newsletters. Is that the way to, to characterize it? Yeah, I these? definitely found the, it's the Know What I Mean News. Mm. I found one. You're going to start hearing some papery noises again, listeners. I found one <laughs> there it is. edition. I found uh, volume four, number one, from 1987. And it says, know what I mean, news right in the front. Of course, I will scan this and share it with all you good people. I don't mean to break your brain right out of the gate. No. But how much do you want to bet that those volume numbers and issue numbers are just random? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's this like is the only one I have. Star Wars So I've got four. this full newsletter. It's basically four pages. Yeah. And David's got clippings of what I assume is another edition. So mine looks like one page that was kind of like cut up and um, into the separate things. But I think I can, I didn't try it yet, but I think I can sort of puzzle piece them back together. Yeah, Dave's got clippings of, it still looks like the Know What I Mean news. Yeah. And I mean, for all intents and purposes, this stuff seems like, I also wouldn't be surprised if a bunch of the contents of the Book of Knowledge and Ask Ernest were compiled from Know What I Mean newsletters. Yeah, just what I have read of this, I flipped through it a bit, and yes, there is stuff that is right out of... Oh, word? Like, here, right here, it, there's the Ernest and Classifieds in my edition of Know What I Mean News. Found Blue Kitty with retractable antenna, answers to the name Amal, Amal the, the Night, Night Visitor. Visitor. Well, there you so go. So this, I'm gonna bet that both Ask Ernest mm-hmm. and the Book of Knowledge were actually compilations of material from the Know What I Mean news that wouldn't surprise me and i'm i'm gonna assume some extra stuff to fill it in in my pile of clippings here we've also got a panel from one of those old romance comic looking things uh-huh. and i'll let you read the caption on this one <laughs> it's the, the lady telling a um, man next to her but jim i've tried to explain all i know is i'm in love with Ernest. <laughs> <laughs> there you go i should do my woman voice but jim i've tried to explain all i know is i'm in love with Ernest. yeah there you go 
<laughs> I think first, before we get to the actual content of the newsletter, this apparently comes with the newsletter. Yeah, it's like an this insert. This is a catalog of things you can order from the Ernest Fan the Club. Ernest Fan Club. So I'm assuming that you join the Ernest Fan Club and you get this, and this is a catalog along with an order form mm. where you can order all these Ernest products. Like, um, there's the Ernest greeting cards in here, and mine actually has a little scribble over it that says it's sold out, as in I can't order this. Gotcha. But this is pretty incredible. Just take a look at it. This is the information about things I could order. Yeah. Full color poster. Know what I mean? Humongous 20 by 29 inch color portrait of your old buddy Ernest, complete with smaller, but just as cute poses at the bottom. <laughs> then there's the poster when Ernest has a mouse on his hat. Yeah, I'm not sure what that's about. 22 by 28. Ernest faces a fuzzy friend. These are some arbitrary dimensions. This one's also 22 by 28. Vern, do I look like I have stupid written all over my face? The answer is obvious, and so is the poster. That's what it says. Uh, what else is in there? I see some VHS tapes. Check them out. Okay, so what have we got here? We've got... This is like a fold-out... It's a pamphlet, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've got, quote, Dr. Otto videotape. It's Dr. Otto and the Riddle of the Gloom Beam, and it's your old buddy Ernest in his first full-length motion picture. I'm just going to interject, sort of. Uh, yeah, he's there. Sure. World domination is a dirty job. But somebody's got to do it. This VHS tape cost $59.95. What? Yep, $59. In 1987? Yep. <gasps> Dude, VHS tapes were expensive. <laughs> were they that expensive? At the time, yeah. I mean, not, I don't know about that. That seems ridiculous to me. That's insane. But they were definitely, like, I remember, like, those, you remember those clamshell Disney movie yeah, tapes? Yeah, were those expensive? Those, I want to say, were like $35, $40. Wow. Yeah. I definitely had a couple of those. Technology, I didn't realize man. they were so expensive. I think so. 60 bucks for the VHS of Dr. Otto. Oh, my God. What else is in there? Like a Frisbee or something? What is that? There's a Frisbee. Yeah. It's got Ernest's face on it. <laughs> and it says, hey, Vern. Throw me, Vern. I'm Ernest. Fly me. That was close. <laughs> Oh, oh there's I no, want an Ernest Frisbee. There's Look no coloring it. book, right? We don't have Color Me in Color Burn, Me in Burn. Right? <laughs> no, we're going to uh, make that's that. That's a dream, yeah. We'll make it at some point. The <laughs> we're going to make it after all. It says the Ernest Frisbee will give you hours of high-flying fun. Tough plastic in your choice of white, white, or even white. <laughs> as as <laughs> ever. three fifty. As ever, they are having fun with this, <laughs> and I appreciate that. I want this so bad. Oh, what is that? That's a coffee cup. I want an Ernest coffee cup. And the coffee cup description says, This Ernest coffee cup is sure to get a morning chuckle out of any sleepyhead. The cup is all thick, durable porcelain, and the laughs are all Ernest. <laughs> I love thick, durable porcelain. Who doesn't? Seven bucks. Oh, I really want that. And then they've got Ernest car window signs, these diamond-shaped signs. It's like the baby on board kind of a sign. Yeah, one of them says, Hey, Vern. The other says, I love Ernest. I want that one. One says Vern in trunk. <laughs> well, that's the greatest. I want that one. And the last one says I ran over Vern. That's a little less subtle, but I like it too. Car window signs. Let everyone know who your favorite neighbor is. These four car window signs are guaranteed to raise a smile from any traffic jam not sold separately. Great. So it's a set. Why would I want just one? Yeah. Can I, um, I'd like to read this. You can uh, read everything. So this is a description for something you can order called... The Ernest P. Worrell Book of Knowledge. <gasps> there it is. Hot off the presses, it's an epic by your old buddy Ernest. Everything between my ears is compressed between these covers. You know what I mean? <laughs> Discover the outrageous truth about the ordinary facts of life. Refrigerator magnets, poodles, non-dairy creamer. 
It's all here in 96 exciting pages with lots of swell pictures. Big size, 8 by 11 and a quarter. Quality paperback, colorful, glossy cover. $7.95 each. That's a bargain. That's really good. Yeah. It's not a, a $60 VHS tape of Dr. Otto. Maybe they're thinking if we make this really expensive, like people will think, wow. We'll, we'll make like, our money back. It's really, yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> you got to cover the cost of Dr. Otto. Yeah. And look at these t-shirts. See, there's the, the cool t-shirt oh, the that I, I have. Want. The Max Headroom looking one where it's like all these lines and then Ernest's face on it. It's like black and then there's like pink and blue. Uh, that other one is pretty cool too. It's almost like a skater shirt. Yeah, there's a white long sleeve tee. Know what I mean is on the sleeve. Like, like Runs along the sleeve, and then there's like four photos of Ernest. It's so uh, Andy Warhol esque, but they're all different. Mm. Yeah, I wish it was more like tiled. Like <laughs> I feel like I would see that at like if Aeropostale was cooler, they would sell an Ernest shirt, and it would look like <laughs> there's, that. That's not a world that I can conceive. <laughs> uh, we just lost another sponsor. <laughs> the same. It lets us the same new T-shirts. Long sleeve T-shirt with four views of my face on your light background, plus a famous saying down one arm. Know what I mean. Short sleeve t-shirt has my life-size face. I suppose it is. In true to life colors, no. Um, but that's why it's cool. I mean, they are colors that exist in life. <laughs> On your basic dark tone. Be wise. Tell me the right size. Oh, he loves to rhyme. He does. Bumper stickers. I've seen a few of these. There were a lot of Ernest bumper stickers for whatever for mm. product he was plugging. Is there a- uh... Look at the stickers. And the mask. The stickers are what I envy. I wish I had Ernest stickers to pop everywhere. Oh, yes, the mask, I see. Oh, again, uh, and let me read this thing, uh, if you'll indulge me. The, quote, talk stupid to me oh, message well, that's, tape. that's the thing that we need to find. Yes. All right, go ahead. And actually, I got a larger printed oh, yeah. image of it from uh, my my bundle. Uh, the description of this- stupid outgoing messages for your answering machine. Yes. When you're not at home, let Ernest answer the phone. Ten yes. hilarious, <laughs> outrageous taped answers to your phone calls, easily transferred to your answering machine, and micro cassette compatible as well. Nine ninety five. Again, if you own this talk stupid to me message tape, please, and would not mind lending it to please. the fine folks here at Ernest Goes to Podcast Studios, we um, are just gonna borrow it. Yep, we will borrow it, digitize <laughs> it, and preserve it for the digital age. Send it right on back. Please and thank you. Don't even worry about it. Send it to us, please. We can put insurance on the shipment. Yes, um, we will take. Yeah, I was gonna say we'll care take care. Of it. Of it. We'll guard it with our lives. We'll take care of shipping. Like yeah, just reach out we to us. We will cover if you've got all costs of shipping. Just give us the tape. Yeah, <laughs> we really want to hear it. We'll we'll send it right on back. Yep, right on back. How about you? At no cost to you. Yeah, is there anything else you wanted to touch on in this pamphlet? What about the stickers? Uh, so stickers. Uh, these are peel off Ernest stickers. A five by ten sheet of ten crazy faces. All in color, all made by me. That's what he says in the book. Yeah. And all printed on your popular peel-off sticker paper. <laughs> okay. Ra wrapped in a disposable plastic bag. Dude, I wouldn't want unpopular sticker paper. I just like when he describes like a certain product as your. Yeah, like the one you're familiar with yeah. that you're so fond of. That you're so jealously fond of. It's got your times. calcium. It's got your primo taste. Yeah. It's like it belongs to you. It belongs to the world. I so, want those crazy faces. So the front, the front of this pamphlet has just an image of Ernest. And yeah. He, uh, what I thought when I looked at this was, oh, did they sell a giant cardboard cutout of Ernest that you could buy? And I was I like, wish. that's not what this is. No. However, back page, the ultimate gift, Ernest stand-up. Wait, what? That really exists? Yep. I mean, it's- I didn't uh, see that. Well, it's 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 sold out in here. Why? Uh, no. I mean, I can understand why it's sold out, but here you go. It's me at my most. 
Surprise, it's a genuine replica of your old buddy Ernest. The Ernest stand-up is a life-size, lifelike gift of a lifetime. There's even a blank space where you can write a special message or paste somebody's picture or throw darts. No. Amaze your friends. Shock your neighbors. I'm fun to have around. About six feet tall with more than 13 by 18 inch message space. $50. Well worth it. I would order that. Hey, if you snooze, you lose. It says right under the fact that it's sold out. Yeah. Well, then why are you, like, this is the first I'm hearing about it, catalog. Like, <laughs> why are you making fun of me? Why didn't you message me from the past? Oh, it's my Merry Christmas cards for Happy Ho Ho Holidays. Seasonable greetings from your best buddy. Holiday cards with me all over the front and words inside. That is describing what a greeting card is. <laughs> and then there they go, the tapes. Hey, Vern, it's my family album, mm. TV comedy special, plus Ernest and Vern's greatest TV commercials video cassette. And then the Ernest Film Festival cassette. There you go. Oh, well, here's his description of the Haven It's My Family album. We're talking big fun now. Turn me on anytime you like with this... Excuse me? (laughs) With this long-playing home video cassette. This tape includes my own TV comedy special, approximately 49 minutes of madcap comedy, starring me as several of my... Wait, me as several of my favorite... Wait. Use your words. (laughs) Starring me as several of my infamous relatives. Is he saying that he plays his own relatives? Whoa. What is happening? Whoa. The catalog just you know, I th- I feel blew like, my mind. I feel like that's possible, but I also feel like this is another instance of conflating Ernest and Jim Varney. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, this is Splash Mountain, or like, yeah. yes, Ernest, who you know and love from his many film the famous and Ernest. TV works, yes. The famous Vern. Each of these cassettes is $20. See, that's, they're definitely trying to make back that Dr. Otto money. <laughs> definitely. Oh, look at this. What is it? They have a hat. Oh, I want that hat. It's adjustable baseball cap with no, Ernest's face and know what I mean. The official Ernest ball cap. Adjustable, one size fits all, even you. Even me? Even you. Huh. Made from durable 60% cotton, 40% polyester, 10% kryptonite. <laughs> what does it say yeah, that? It does. Yeah, it says that. That's 110%. Yeah. So well, stupid. <laughs> there's no kryptonite because kryptonite isn't real. No, look at this. Hi. I really want that. What is that? Beach towel. Oh. Like, Whether it's to the pool or the beach, take your old buddy Ernest along. I want that beach towel. And it's like, this almost feels like um like the Barbara Lazuski kind mm-hmm. of uh It's like a cutout. Yeah. A kind of, a, yeah, a collage of Ernest lying on the beach. It's a little disturbing, but it's very <laughs> earnesty. Uh, and there's the order form. To order, call 1-800. No, it doesn't it says, have that. do it today. <laughs> <laughs> the order form is just like berating you to place an order. And the Ernest fan club address. Time for another road trip. P.O. Box uh, 23325, Nashville, Tennessee, 37202. Mm. Wonder what's there now. That P.O. Box does not exist anymore. I mean, it might. It just might not be the Ernest fan club anymore. Well, let's send in the order form anyway. <laughs> are we are we the people now who try to enter the win ten thousand dollars when the contest is no longer in effect? Might as well. I'm game. What have we got to lose? Some money. Yeah. Ernest is worth it. Hashtag Ernest is worth it. I don't know how else to explain, Dave. I just I'm in love with Ernest. All right. <laughs> Moving to the know what I mean news volume four number one. Yeah. That I've got. Not the clippings, the full thing. Hey Vern! It's springtime again, know what I mean? In spring, a young man's thoughts turn to baseball, buttercups, barbecue, and bagworms. Bagworms. There's, there's something in the air, Vern, and I think it drifted over from the dog food factory. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just look around you, you hibernating couch potato. There's little baby insects with tiny little pampers waddling all around. Your sink. Okay. 
It's time to get ready for some big time spring cleaning, like washing behind your ears. Good enough to last all summer. It's also time to write a big old fat check on that daylight savings account. Know what I mean? No, to be honest, <laughs> I don't know what you mean. You write a check on your daylight savings account. Ugh. I think it's just because it's spring, and he's just like, hey, Vern, it's no, spring. I, I just put it together. Savings account. I got, I Daylight, got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, this is the rare instance of you explaining the terrible joke to me. This is this this episode is just full of wow. role reversals. and From the library. Okay, I think what we got here is some fake history. Imagine that. From the library. Framed band director and fast food entrepreneur, John Philip Souffle, made the spring chicken famous through his intense efforts in crossbreeding. Okay. This is about where the spring chicken comes from because it's spring. This is a spring-themed newsletter. Uh, I'm going to make a prediction, having not read this. Mm. Uh, this somehow involves a chicken made out of metal springs. Continue. Souffle achieved a wonder of chicken science when he successfully hatched a five-legged chicken, which he thusly named Shaka. Immediately, he began to mold Shaka to become one of the starling members of his spring chicken parade band. Needless to say, Shaka soon was found to have an adroit ability towards the snare drum. On the famous day of the parade itself, Shaka broke the existing record for the longest drum roll in history. <laughs> I feel like you've said a lot of words, but I don't have like a cogent like picture this of this story. This is a chicken story. with five legs no, on a I, snare drum. I got it. <laughs> doing a long drum roll, okay? Chicken's got five legs. It's on a snare drum. It's doing the longest drum roll in history. Yep. By flailing all five legs in rapid syncopation. Launched into an immensely lucrative career in motion pictures, in two successive years, she won Best Performance in a Leading Role for Poultry Geist. And the Which is a real movie now. <laughs> Thank you, Troma. And The Ghost and Mr. Chicken. Dang. But fame and fortune took their toll. I, this always happens in these earnest stories. That people are... Uh, There's a bad turn, like Jack the Nipper. Yeah. It's like, very. It's like a very um, real, true Hollywood story, yeah. like that kind of a thing. Yeah. Fame and fortune took their toll. Yeah. They always do. She insensitively overshadowed and discarded her creator and mentor, Souffle. John Philip Souffle, let's not forget. To whom she owed her success. Strangely, Shaka suddenly disappeared from the public eye. Her drop from society coincidentally coincided with the grand opening of Souffle's little drummer girl chain of fast food chicken outlets, where he introduced his now world-famous crispy drumstick dinners. This is nonsense. <laughs> like, this is Ooh. utter nonsense. <laughs> what? What? Though not, well, sorry. Though nothing could ever be proven, foul play is, to this day, still suspected. Of course it is. <laughs> What is the? Can Your I see face. that? Can I? What is Everything this? I read is really written there. This is the ramblings <laughs> of an insane person. <laughs> that sounds like a pop story, but you no, know, it's too coherent to be a pop story. Wait, what's a pop story? Pop. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I gotcha. The character. Yeah, pop. I gotcha. But no, it's way too coherent. This is it makes crazy. too much sense. Somebody wrote this <laughs> and was like, yeah, put that in. I'm not sure that's in the Book of Knowledge. I'm thinking that the Book of Knowledge and Ask Ernest are kind of some, a great, greatest hits kind of a thing. It's it's greatest hits, but then more stuff. Mm, it's mm-hmm. like, let's make more material. Sure. And and then there's hormones. This is definitely one of the books. Ask Ernest. Hey, look. I mean, there's a there's column a column. Yeah, Ernest. there's a column in the newsletter that's just called Ask Ernest. So maybe well, that's go. where a lot of the Ask Ernest stuff comes from. Because I'm pretty sure this was in it. Hormones. Where in the world would we be without hormones? Why, we'd probably all be hairless, squeaky-voiced runts with perfectly clear complexions. But thank goodness Sir Isaac Oxyton took the time to discover hormones. 
<laughs> your face. Can you describe my face for the listeners? It's kind of just, there's nothing there. <laughs> in 1753, old Isaac was sitting right under an adolescent in a chocolate-covered donut tree when a hormone the size of a cassava melon fell on him. In that flash, growing up and zits as we now know them were discovered. Sir Isaac went on to later discover ID bracelets and the bamboo steamer. That's also super bizarre. I would like to say, you know, in regard... Here, you read some of this. In regard to my earlier prediction about there being a literal spring chicken in that story, that did not happen. However, look at the shoes of Ernest in this front image. He's got springs. Yeah. (laughs) More springs! Oh, Lord. (laughs) I would also like to point out that when he says couch potato, he spells it like Dan Quayle. Yeah, with an E at the end. Yeah. See what's inside this crazy newsletter. There's Ernest Goes to Camp. Is that an ad? Uh, yeah. It says, it's Disney's Ernest Goes to Camp, and it's got everything for the movie fan. Action. Romance. Suspense. Turtles. That's right, Vern. <laughs> and it's opening all over the country real soon. Yep. Parentheses, they wouldn't tell me when. Oh, This is one you gotta see, buddy. Take a friend or a turtle. Wow, they're really banking on the turtle fans. Yep. What else is in here? I mean, we got some of those, there's like lists of nonsense. There's the Ernest Unclassifieds you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Ooh, there's also an ad for Dr. Otto and the Riddle of the Gloom Beam. Does it give any information? Dr. Otto, starring Jim Varney, <gasps> your old buddy Ernst, there's a weird space in there, oh. coming to a video store near you in April, be the first one on your block, have your own Ernest night at the movies. Oh. And it's got the uh, one of the classic Dr. Otto images. Awesome. Um, I would like to read something called A True Story. Oh. Which... I'm going to doubt the validity of that from from word two. All right, let's go. <clears throat> Ernest can communicate with the dead through his talking teddy bear. Yes, it's oh. true. At bedtime, Ernest pulls the string on little Teddy, and he usually says, I'm your friend, Ernest. And okay. no. I like your nose. It's swell. Okay. But lately, the talkative little cub has begun to speak with strange voices. What? <laughs> what? I can't even... Through Ernest's teddy, Slim Whitman yodeled the solution to Rubric's Cube, and Elvis revealed the secret of one-hour photo finishing. See, now this sounds like pop. Hey, Elvis revealed the secret. Elvis. Oh, Lord. (laughs) The Air Force is currently studying the phenomenon. Why would the Air Force study that bear? and, And their preliminary findings show the existence of a, quote, Worrell Triangle. What do you mean? Strange. Like the Bermuda Triangle? Strange, but more or less true. More or less. Yeah. I feel like that's the pull quote for like the Ernest books on a bookstore's shelf somewhere. Like strange, but more or less true. Uh. Oh, it says, and now the continuing saga of As the Fan Turns. So this is the comic we've been talking about. It's the lady and the guy. It makes sense that that's in a newsletter, I have to say. So now the comic makes more sense. It Mm -hmm. was in all the newsletters, and it's like a continuing saga. This one, the lady is saying, oh, Jim. So it's always Jim. Let's go to the drive-in and see Ernest goes to camp. And he says, great idea, Mary. The matinee is only half price. I don't get it. I think it's just- Oh, just that they're Just go see it. Let's go see it in the cheapest way possible. (laughs) The matinee is only half price. Just go see Ernest goes to camp. Well, I also like the idea, you know, if the guy's name is Jim, how do we know that Mary doesn't talk like a pirate? Why would she talk like a pirate? Because she'd be that pirate that calls everyone Jim. (laughs) May I? Man. Oh, Jim, let's go to the drive-in and see Ernest goes to camp. (laughs) 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 Well, top of the pops, here's the the best in in music. Top of the pop. (laughs) 
So this is all cow stuff. The best in music nationwide. I feel like, Top of the pops in dairy. I feel like this was in one of the books. Moo York, Moo York, one way or an udder. Of course. Stand by your cow. Utter the boardwalk. Utter the boardwalk. Boardwalk. Grazing in the grass. Cream weaver. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Whoa, cream Her- weaver. Heard it, like heard, yep. you know, like um, cattle. Heard it through the bovine. That's, see, that's like a, that's like two <laughs> jokes. I like that one. I'm like in the moo for love. Yikes. Peggy moo. All right, these are just getting a little Amazing bit. Amazing grace. Wait, amazing grace? Yeah. That's incredible. Up on the hoof. Up on, on the, the hoof. hoof. Night moos. These are great. <laughs> I'm a little bit embarrassed by how much I'm enjoying these, but also I make no apologies. Blue moon. <laughs> sure. Classic. Oh, God. Steer dust. I think you mean blue moon. Rawhide. Oh, uh, yeah. You are the bovine of my life. <laughs> blue suede hoofs. All right. You ain't nothing but a Holstein. I don't know what that means. A Holstein's a kind of cow, I says. Oh, okay. And I get a kick out of moo. Sure. <laughs> Why not? Uh, and then there's, there's a recipe. Learn it or burn it. I think all his recipes are called learn it or burn it. Okay. Backyard barbecue with Ernest. I think actually that's what they're called. Pork rind fondue. Ooh. Ooh. No. One jumbo bag of pork rinds, 144 Milky Ways, five cloves of garlic, one pound of saffron, one flea and tick collar, and a no pest strip. All right. This sounds horrible. Put in the pork rinds in a dry cleaning bag. We never read any of the recipes in the book. Yeah, I guess you're okay, right. Okay, here's one. Put the pork rinds in a dry cleaning bag. Melt your Milky Ways in a clean double boiler, stirring in the garlic and saffron. Put on the flea and tick collar and tape the no pest strip to your head. Now hanging the pork rinds over the double boiler, use pinking shears to clip small portions so they drop into the fondue. The dry cleaning bag will melt giving you a beautifully wrapped pork rind in garlic Milky Way fondue. That sounds disgusting. (laughs) Great for frat house parties, primary school graduations, and election return parties. All right. Oh, if you don't mind, I actually have a learn it or burn it with Ernest from from my my clippings here. All right, what's yours say? This is learn it or burn it chicken gizzards. Oh. Uh, One pound chicken gizzards, salt and pepper, melted butter or margarine. Clean gizzards. Cut in half and take out tough center. Oh. Thread on skewer, then season with salt and pepper. Okay. Barbecue over medium heat for 15 to 20 minutes. Okay. Brush on melted butter and mm. turn frequently. Serves 8 to 10 folks. That sounds kind of normal. This sounds like a recipe. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? We can make that. Yeah. Uh, so these are recurring things. So backyard barbecue with Ernest, learning to burn it is a recurring thing. I have in here safety tips, and you've got a safety tips clipping as well from your newsletter. I do. Shall we read them both? All right. Mine says... Don't try and keep your eyes open when you sneeze. You'll forget your social security number. Never stand on your head and count backwards from a thousand while gargling chunky peanut butter. Don't tear off that little tag on your mattress in broad daylight. Wait until dark and wear your Ernest B. Worrell mask. That's what it's for. That's what it's for? (laughs) (laughs) I had no idea. Don't leave the the toilet seat up if you have sisters. See, this is in safety tips. Mm. I like that. Never sit backwards in your car and try to drive over 54 looking into a pocket mirror. Okay. Everything is spelled backwards and you'll miss your exit. There you go. Never bet your fan club membership on any wager for any reason, except in a power tool contest. While in the tub, never use your table saw to cut the soap. Go cordless and drill it. (laughs) 
okay. don't know. I thought there was going to be more to that. He wants you to take a cordless drill into the tub? Yeah. No, Ernest, that's not safe. That is the opposite of safe. So It's unsafe. So my safety tips are don't play with matches. Mm. Don't swim until you know how. That's good. Keep your hands out of Vernon's window. Oh, Ernest, we were going to do that anyway. Keep your body off of Vernon's roof. Is that your body off <laughs> Vernon's <laughs> Yikes. roof? Uh, don't chew on electrical cords. Mm. Don't drive until your legs are long. Uh-huh. Always wear a life jacket. Always. Always. Okay. Do you think his vest is like can be used <laughs> as a flotation device in case of emergency? It's possible. We never saw that. Uh, don't smoke in bed, in the car, in public, or in the privacy of your own home. Ooh. Oh, there you go. Wow. Yeah. Do you have any true stories? What are your segments called? So I have an interesting thing that I'd like to read. Mm-hmm. It's called Know Your Neighbor. Whoa. Um, can we save that for last? Sure. I'm oh, sorry. Yep. That needs to be last. Okay. What else do you have? Mad- oh, here's the thing. This is a, a clipping called Dance Along with the Professionals. Oh. Billy Boogie, Ernest's cousin, shows us hey. his, quote, scrambler shuffle and the Dance or freeze to death? What? <laughs> That's the name of a dance, apparently. A dance or freeze to death. Is that why Billy dances? He's um, cold? It's possible. There's a cold front coming up along the side of this uh, diagram. Wow. Uh, and you should note, feet are not actual size. They're... I love that there's a little thing that says Ernest Cousin and then an arrow pointing to Billy Boogie. Because I feel like someone was proofreading some... this and was like, We don't know. Who? Some people don't know who that is because yeah. they didn't get the video. Yeah. Hey, look, you've got a library story, too. Okay. This was what the chicken story was. Is it was also in a segment called "From the Library." So okay. I assume that's what this is. So this is a from the library. Um, it has a picture of the beast from Twenty Thousand Fathoms. Okay. And it says we all know what that looks like. Look it up, <laughs> Vern. The dinosaurs that roamed the Earth 175 and 125 million years ago weren't all the same size. No. Some of them were only two and a half feet long, and others were 90 feet long. I think that's... Bet you didn't know that, did you? I did. But Vern, their brains were teeny tiny. Mm-hmm. Personally, I believe that the dinosaurs... <laughs> that's what it says. <laughs> I believe that the dinosaurs <laughs> became extinct because they didn't have a buddy like me to help them out. Know what I mean? I don't think... Well, yeah, I mean, that seems fairly accurate. There were some big dinosaurs and some little dinosaurs, and they all had pretty small brains. Dino right? DNA. <laughs> The building, blocks, the building blocks of <laughs> oh, life. Oh, don't you wish that little guy was Ernest now? Kind of. <laughs> Mr. DNA? A science show with Ernest would have been amazing. Mm. Can you imagine? I mean, if you take Southern and replace it with Brooklyn, you basically have Beekman. <laughs> I guess. What's this? Mad dogs and mangy mutts. What to do if Vern's dog bites you? What to do if Vern's dog bites you? First, tie up the dog. <laughs> Second, tie up the bite. Okay. Third... Squeeze the dog and squeeze the wound. Ugh. Then, either A, cauterize the wound with a white hot iron. Jeez. Or B, make several knife cuts around the wound. Or what? C, bite Vern. I recommend- Knife cuts around the wound? I recommend C. It says I recommend C, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, now what is that that you have there? Okay, so I would like this to looks- read- Yeah, I would like to read something else that's called Know Your Neighbor. It's got a an adorable picture of Ernest P. Worrell. And it says, know your neighbor. It looks like a list of facts about Ernest. Uh, we will find out, won't we? Oh, my God. This is the, my answers right now. Here we go. Yeah. Um, my answers are coming. Yeah. I can feel them. Name. They're on the way. Name. Ernest P. Worrell. Yeah. Wife's name. Yeah. Edna P. Worrell. Okay, so we were right. You know, we were this whole time we've been assuming yeah. that that was Ernest's wife. That is proof. It is Ernest's wife, Edna P. Worrell. Initial stands for 
Power tools. Knew this. Favorite color, beige. Whose favorite color is beige? Ernest P. Worrell. <laughs> oh, Ernest. Also known as winter butter. Oh, winter butter sounds better. Favorite neighbor? Vern. Vern. <laughs> favorite animal? Shorty? Vern. <laughs> no. Favorite TV, one without a short in it. Okay. It's spelled that way. Favorite car? Vern's car? One without a short in Aww. it. Oh. Height? Five foot eleven and seven eighths inches. If you say so. Uh, I believe that contradicts the height of Ernest in Slam Dunk Ernest. I don't. I don't know how. I think tall he. I think he was five was. nine in that. Weight, under. Oh. Hair, some. <laughs> Eyes, see. Okay. Spelled like Spanish. Uh, really? Yep. That's so, like a pun. Yeah. It's like a bilingual pun. Wow. Okay. Uh, address, clubhouse. What? Don't know what that means. Like he lives in the Ernest Fan Clubhouse? Shoe size. 11. 13 triple D. Hey. Hobby. Crossbreeding small electrical appliances with power tools. Yay! That's a perfect hobby for him. Yep. Well, we knew most of that. I'm glad to get confirmation on Edna. Yeah. So there you go. See? Our assumption was correct. The woman's name he screamed was in fact his wife. Well, and I think we we might have mentioned without being able to cite it. Mm-hmm. Uh, early on that Edna, her name, her status as Ernest's wife, and her middle name being also Power Tools. I think we knew that that was from the fan club early on. We just didn't have- Yeah, we- We didn't have maybe solid- Maybe we guessed. Yeah. Like or or we had read it somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Now, check so this out. You've got something else too. What do you got? The back of my newsletter. Okay. There's Ernest fan mail that he responds to. Okay. So this is like the letters column in a comic book, that kind of a thing. Keep those cards and letters coming in. Dear Ernest. Yes. Dear Ernest, I was watching your film festival on my VCR when I laughed so hard that I spilled half my beet juice on my brand new lobster bib. Now I have a nasty red stain on my lobster's face and can't possibly go to crustacean night at the VFW. How can I deal with the stain? Bobby M. Chenille, Wyoming. Okay, this is Ernest's answer. I'm really excited about these. Dear Bobby, the last crustacean night I went to, there were several stained lobsters there. Several. And you know, they seem to get more dances than anyone. Love, Ernest. Oh, <laughs> he made Bobby feel better about his stained lobster bib. That's go. so sweet. Erin is clutching her heart. I love Ernest. I also love that he answers them, love, he signs them all, love, Ernest. It's a suggestion. <laughs> no, it's a comma. Dear Ernest, I work in a cubicle. You know, an office with incomplete walls and no top on it. Well, every month when I read your newsletter, I begin to snicker and a crowd forms on the tops of my little walls. Everybody just stares at me until I pass your newsletter around. But that's not the bad part. The worst is when I get it back, every other page is dog-eared and almost every line has been highlighted. What should I do? Beverly L.K. Des Moines, Idaho. Dear Bev. This is from Ernest. Dear Bev. Safety first. Always duct tape your mouth and nose shut before you read the newsletter. (laughs) That way no one will know you're reading it except you. Love, Ernest. There you go. Okay, you read the next one. Dear Ernest, spelled Mm. like the importance of being. Oh. My brother and his glee club were going to the regional glee tournament and their van disappeared. The police and everyone have searched and still no sign of them. sorry, did you say the van disappeared from the glee club tournament? Yes. Oh, this is terrible. The police and everyone have searched and still no sign of them. Can you help? Oh my God. from Karen C. in Los Altos, (laughs) California. Dear Karen. I sure can help. Your brother and the entire Los Altos High Glee Club were victims of the, quote, Whirl Triangle and were found wandering around Oklahoma with pom-poms and designer candles. 
Be sure and check them all for webbed toes when they get home. Love, Ernest. So second, okay, the world triangle is a thing in this. Apparently. Wow. I hope that didn't really happen and that's a fake letter. Dear Ernest, again, spelled like the importance of being. Mm. Ever since I began reading your newsletter, small metal objects slide across tables and stick to my hands. <laughs> they became a magnet? <laughs> <laughs> and this is before Ernest goes jail. to jail. Yeah. It's a side effect of the gloom beam. And if I put a cassette in the tape player, they're always blank. Magnets. When my doggy jumps up to greet me, he sticks to my shins. What's going on? Guilty. Is that Gil Templeton? Yeah, it must be. Guilty. Paducah, Kentucky. Dear Gil, what you've got is animal magnetism. <laughs> Enjoy it. Use it to entertain at parties. Enjoy it. That's just one of the swell side effects of reading my newsletter. The others are loss of memory, enlarged glands, a rosy glow, and a yen for adventure. Love, Ernest. See? And then Ernest becomes magnetic, and all of a sudden, it isn't such a great thing that you can enjoy. So this is the last of the Ernest, uh, no. the Dear Ernest columns. Okay. Read it with love. I'm going to smile a little bit as I read this. Dear Ernest. Yes. Is it true that you've made a movie with Raquel Welch, Lauren Hutton, mm -hmm. and Catherine Hepburn? Uh -huh. And it's going to be the movie version of Charlie's Angels and Your Charlie. <laughs> and this is a letter from Mac B in Lottawada, Arkansas. Mac Bennett. Dear Mac, stop reading those trashy fan mags and stick to your earnest newsletter. No, I am not in the movie version of Charlie's Angels. But yes, I have dated all those women <laughs> before I married Edna. Oh, my God. He just said I married Edna. Sorry. This is big for me. And he dated Raquel Welch? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> I did make a big time movie and it's coming out real soon. It's called Ernest Goes to Camp. Love, Ernest. Oh. Well, I'm not sure if there's a better segue from this into our next episode where we do, in <laughs> fact, talk about Ernest in love. Did you have anything else you wanted to say about the newsletters? It actually says who wrote it. Gil Templeton, Dan Butler, Joel Anderson, and Glenn Patach. But... No, I think we're good, man. Yeah. <laughs> we are going to talk about Ernest in love. Ernest and all his film lady. See, Edna. I will not speculate on what woman would be best for Ad Ernest because he is committed and married to Edna P. Worrell, and we think that's great. Yeah. And I have some things to say about Edna P. Worrell in the Ernest in Love oh, episode. Oh, man. Yeah. So I very much enjoyed this. I didn't get all the answers, but you know what? confirmation on something. I'll give it to them. There were more answers than I expected in that there was more than zero answers. <laughs> okay. If anyone else has any more Know What I Mean news, we would love to see it. Yeah, scan it and send it our way. Or send it our way and we'll scan it Please and send, send it back to you. send us that cassette tape. Also that. Thanks for listening. Rate and review us on iTunes. It's actually very helpful for algorithm reasons, I think. Yes, please. Share this podcast with your friends, especially your friends who love Ernest. But even if they don't, we could maybe make believers out of them. Oh, yeah. Share it with your neighbors. Walk by your neighbors' houses while they're eating breakfast. Stick your head through the window and be Please like, do. let me tell you about a little podcast called Ernest Goes to Podcast. When we return to you, we will be talking about Ernest and love. Which of the film ladies is queen? Oh, Ernest and love, make up your mind. Till next time, guys. Take care, listeners. Viva la Vardy. properly cared for what he